Hello, welcome to the conversation segment of Talk Tech. My name is Femi Greater Heights. Now, with the prevailing uh, power crisis in Nigeria and the need to improve as regards the power sector, and uh, knowing fully well that we have a budget for power in Nigeria and, uh, and the appropriation bill, we see a lot of billions and a lot of millions in the appropriation bill saying power is going to improve year in, year out. And we have underlining conditions, underlining situations and underlining problems uh, that is befalling the, uh, the installed capacity of the power generation um, or arm of Nigeria. We have the transmission problems and we also have the distribution as well. But today I have a guest in the house. Uh, I have Michael Barnabas. Now I'm going to give you a little bit about Michael. Now, Michael studied linguistics at the University of Illori and thereafter uh, proceeded to the School of Media and Communications, Pan Atlantic University, uh, for postgraduates in media and communications. Uh, he began his career with an IT firm in Lagos State before joining services of the defunct power holding company of Nigeria, PHCN. Uh, that was in Benin Distribution Zone in 2007 and was among the staff absorbed by the new Benin Electricity Distribution Company BEDC in 2013. Is a member of some professional and social bodies such as the Nigerian Institute of Public Relations NPR, Nigerian Institute of Management NIM and Junior Chamber International JCI. Michael loves reading, networking and traveling and is currently the public relations officer on the states for BEDC Electricity PLC. Welcome, Michael, to uh, Talk Tech. <laughs> Thank you very <laughs> it's much. It's a handful of introduction. <laughs> <laughs> now, as the PRO of um, BEDC, that's public relations officer, BEDC on the states, I know there are a lot of times questions come to you and you try to manage those things. Now, Michael, we're going to talk on two stuff. So okay. we're going to run over them. Okay. Number one is the new tariff, okay. which is uh, some, some call it the service-based tariff. Some call it the service-reflective tariff. And we're also talking about the uh, mass metering program. So the first is, what is the SROT or the SBT about? This SBT service-based tariff is a new service template that the power sector is currently operating. If you could recall back to sometimes around February, March, we held public consultation across the country, all the discourse on the need for tariff to increase because the way the power sector is structured is that whenever any disco wants to increase tariff, you must consult with your customers. So uh, mostly whenever tariff is to be increased for A, it will be increased for B. So everybody must do it together. So we held a meeting with all our customers in around February, March. And there was one common denominator from that meeting that everybody said. Everybody said, give us light. We are ready to pay for it. Irrespective of how much you charge, give us light. So that tells you that customers want service. But we were looking at the money side that, okay, we want to, make, we want to increase our tariff so that we can give you more light. So at the end of the day, the regulatory body, the Nigeria Electricity Regulatory Commission was now able to marry the two sides together that the customers want service, they want improvement, they want value for what they are paying for. Why the discos, the operators, they want to increase the revenue aspect of their business and also be able to bring the cost because 
the problem we have is that the cost we are selling our products in the market today does not reflect the cost price. So at the end of the day, the regulatory body now said, let your product be based on service. Offer service to customers so that they can give you the money. And they now disaggregated the customers into five classes. We have band A, you have band B, and you have band E. What a band A customer pays is different from what a band B customer pays. And what a band B customer pays is different from what a band C customer. The reason why it's so is that it's very simple. You'll find a lot of customers that enjoy light. They have constant supply of electricity. Such kind of customers, they have little or no need for generator. Why a lot of customers that does not enjoy life maybe more than an hour, two hours on a daily basis, they spend more money running their generator. So the regulatory body now came up with this idea that for those customers that will be able, you can guarantee minimum of 20 hours per supply to. Those ones are band A because band A customers are customers that will give minimum of 20 hours supply. Those ones must pay higher. Then for customers that you can give minimum of 16 hours to, those ones are band B. They will pay lower than what band A are paying. Also for band C, band C enjoys minimum of 12 hours. They pay lower compared to what a band B customer is paying down to band E. Band E customers are people that enjoys minimum of 4 hours. So in all, the way the power sector is structured today now, for all our customers, we have, we have disaggregated all our customers into five different classes. Every one of our customers has a particular class he or she belongs to. So based on the class we belong to, we know that for customers in band A, we can't give them minimum of, minimum of 20 hours supply. And for instances, there are some instances that comes up due to maybe faults or there about that maybe a problem a, a problem occur within the network and we are unable to give the 20 hours. We'll find a means of compensating back because the agreement we had with you is that we are going to give you minimum of 20 hours. So if on Monday we couldn't give you your 20 hours, we find a means of paying you back the remaining hours that we were unable to give to you over the course of maybe the next day or whatever. So that's what the service-based tariff is currently because the service-based tariff means that you must offer service to customers before you can make money from them. Okay. Now, um, my question is, you said um, if we are not able to meet 20 hours, for yeah. example, which is for the band A. For the band A, 20 hours. Uh, 20 hours. The compensation method, is it going to be payback cash? Because if you can meet up for Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, till Friday, you know, do, do you compensate by cash? Did, no, we don't, we, don't, <laughs> we don't compensate by cash. The way, the okay. way it works, if you multiply 20 hours by 30 days, it gives a particular figure that at least on the minimum you should enjoy on a monthly basis. Oh. There's no law that says you shouldn't enjoy more than 21 hours or 22 hours, but the minimum we can give to you as a band A customer is 20 hours. So if for one reason or the other, maybe on Monday we couldn't give you 20 hours and on Tuesday we're able to get our network in order we could give you 23 hours for that period oh, so there's so there could be a rollover from a rollover there always be a rollover okay what if there's the rollover cannot fit that month will there be a rollover into no, the next month there's no way the rollover will not fit the month <laughs> and if for instance the rollover could not fit probably a problem could arise maybe towards the end of the month okay maybe the the a normal month you have maybe 30 31 days maybe on the 29th of a month a problem arose and um, for what reason or the other we couldn't rectify the problem till maybe the following month maybe on the second or third we'll try to look at the 
the backlog we have already hold you and we try to compensate you over a course of time because the agreement we have with you is that we must give you minimum of 20 hours and that minimum of 20 hours must be met. That's what the service-based tariff is. And for customers on band E, band E customers are people that enjoy minimum of four hours. The way it is structured. That, that's the last band. That's the last band. Minimum, okay. of two, minimum of four hours. Those customers will give them minimum of four hours. The maximum of about eight, eight six, eight hours there about. The way it is, the, uh, the moment we are able, because one thing is we... With the new tariff that came into place now, a lot of a, a lot of investment will be coming into the past sector. We invest massively on our network, open up new lines and construct more lines. So when we are able to invest substantially on the network, we migrate those customers from four hours to six hours, eight hours, twelve hours to you. Probably we can get them to okay, twenty-four uh, hours. Uh, okay. Now we have band A, B, band C, D, and, and E. e. Okay, that's fine. And now, what is the criteria of uh, being on band A? Now, you, you, you've said that, but we know in a place like Undo States, okay. let me use Akure as a case study. Uh, now, running from where I am right now, because we need more power, so we're going to come to that, because my studio has to have more power, so we'll <laughs> come to that. Now, we run from here. Uh, the same lines from Oshukuti, runs to about Okijebu mm -hmm. and into probably Edo Lodge and the whole of that axis. Now, when you want to place uh, customers on these bands, are they the one requesting for these bands or you are just looking at the history of mm -hmm. payments or performance of that line to group them into bands? Thank you very much for this question. And indirectly, you, you even answer the question along the line. The way the band is placed, the way customers are placed on bands is that uh, we look at every customer is controlled by FIDA. This particular area is controlled by FIDA. The way you analyze from Oshokoti to somewhere around Okejebu, Edo Lodge, and the rest, we look at the number of hours customers we need our cluster gets on a daily basis. And we look at it that, okay, is there a way we can improve it to maybe as media having four hours on a daily basis? We look at it that. Can it be possible for us to probably make it six hours for them on a on a daily basis? If it's not possible, we we'll allow such customers to be on band E. That's minimum of four hours. Then we also look at customers in maybe area B. They are currently enjoying ten hours on a daily basis. We look at within our network that is there where we can make them enjoy twelve hours to make them band C. If it's possible, we do the necessary um, necessary things that need uh, needs to be done we put them on band C, minimum of 12 hours. So that is the way it is. It's not that maybe a customer just uh, wake up and say, I want to be on this band or not. No, we look at the way the network is because every network has its own challenges, limitations here and there. We look at the network that, is there anything within this network that can make these customers not to enjoy so, so and so number of hours? So so they don't end up suing you at the no, end of the day? No, no, <laughs> no. We look, it's, based, it's based on what the network can take. Okay. So that's okay. the reason why we classify that, okay, for so, so and so customers, we can't give you more than four hours for now. You manage these four hours. When we make the necessary investment, we'll migrate you from band E to band D. So by then, what and... One thing I should also um, say with this um, new service-based tariff, the tariff only applies to customers on band A to C. Okay. The tariff increase only applies to customers on band That's A. That's the new tariff. Yeah, this service-based tariff. Okay. It's only customers on band A to C that are currently paying the new tariff. The customers on band D to E 
are not affected. Those are banned. E, the customers are customers that enjoy minimum of eight hours and banned a e, minimum of four hours. So if any, if as a customer currently listening to me, where you stay, we can't, you discover that on a daily basis, we don't give you more than maybe four, eight hours on a daily basis. You are not affected with this tariff. Okay. And the new tariff is only applicable to a very f- little fraction of our customers, less than maybe around 30% for now. So for now, majority of our customers are not affected, so they have no cause to fear. So what, what was the increase like for A, B, and C? Is there a percentage? Is there addition? Is there a figure to that increase? Mm, well, for customers in band A, those are customers that enjoy minimum of 12, um, 20 hours on a daily basis. What a customer in band A pays is, is in the region around 50-something era. I can't remember the specific figure, but it's okay. around 50-something era. Around 50-something 50 50-something era. 50-something okay. Downwards. Then when it now comes to band B, a, what a band B customer pays is also lower. Lower than that. Lower than that. Okay. So that's the way it is. But for customers on band D and E, they are still paying what they were paying as at August 30th. Would, it, would that continue to the end of the year and till further notice? For now. They are, for not, now. They are not affected for now. So, but eventually, they are still Even, going to... Eventually, it may affect them, but for now, they are not affected. Okay, now, let me give this scenario. We have about 200 houses on a feeder. Okay. And they approach the BDC management. I said, okay, we are on band E. Uh, what can we do to be on band C or band D or, or band B or A? Can, can they approach that and maybe look at it that, okay, these guys are willing to pay... Can you improve the feeder and the current infrastructure you know, to suit such clients? Know, let, um, let me tell you one thing. Every disco wants to make money. Okay. And every opportunity they have to make money, they will jump at it. Oh, okay. That's, would, that, that's not the yes no, or no. <laughs> no. Every opportunity a disco has to make money, they will jump at it. If it is possible for every disco, they will want their customers to be on band A. Because what a customer band A pays is quite different from what a customer band E pays. So if it's possible for all these calls, they will rather want all their customers to be a band A customer so that you know that the service you are giving now, you are making the you are making what you need to make from it. So for customers on band A and D, it's not by their making or, or what, but it's just due to the network issues that surrounds them. So by the time, because one good thing with this new service-based tariff and the new increase in tariff is that it will give the discos more money because in the past, the what we charge our customers in the past was in the region of around 10-something era. And the actual cost of electricity should be around maybe 60-something era. So by the time you are producing at maybe 60-something era, you are selling at 80-something era, there's no way you can break even or you have more money to maintain your network and also maintain yourself. So currently, with this new increase, I believe these schools will have a little bit of money to maintain the network and also do the necessary investment that will be required. So when we are able to fix all these little ends within our network, customers on band E, We'll migrate to band defaults then from band D, migrate them to okay, band they keep K. going we'll keep, keep going, going. we'll keep going <clears throat> okay my next question is you're talking about infrastructure and investments yeah uh, so um is there supposed to be the investments we should see we should be able to get a figure from you that we have done this we have done this before you commence collecting the money or you collect the money first in order to improve from the little information i have mm. bdc gets nine percent of the total Allocation, uh, allocation from the, na- from the, national, from the national So whatever you think, um, okay, I'm talking to the audience now, whatever you think uh, is produced in Nigeria or transmitted in Nigeria, BDC only gets 9%. Yeah. And that 9% is for Ondo states, 
AKT, Edo and Delta. Edo and Delta, just 9%. Have you taken any steps to improve on that 9% or you have done some increments on your own parts? Like what we are doing as a company, because in the past, I'll, I'll, I'll be very frank with you, in the past, we've had a lot of private individuals that came to meet us that they want to generate on their own and sell to us. But when is when they tell us the amount they want to sell to us, we look at it that it's very unrealistic for us to sell to customers because okay, look at the amount we all individually spend to generate our own lights with our generator at home. You know how much you buy for it and how lucky to last you. So by the time these guys come forward that they want to generate and sell to us, we look at it that it's not realistic for us to sell to our customers. But the good thing is, with this new increase it will become very competitive for us. And as I tell you, we have offers from individuals that are ready to commit to us about 800 megawatts of grid. Of grid. Of grid. But but on grid, is there any plan to increase from no, 9%? No, for us, there's nothing we can we can do on that okay. one. Because okay. if we have sufficient energy within the country, 9% will be enough for us. But unfortunately, we only generate about maybe between three to 5,000 megawatts that we get to distribute. And the rule of thumb in electricity for any society is that 1,000 megawatts, 1,000 megawatts should save 1 million people. Oh, 1,000 megawatts should, should save 1 million people. people. In Nigeria is a country of about 200 million. One wow. 200 million. Wow. So by the time we should look at it, we should be talking about maybe something around 200,000 megawatts. Look at South Africa. South Africa is a country of about 60 million and they generate no less than 40,000 megawatts. Ghana is not, by the time you, com- you combine the population of um, Ogun State and Lagos State together, it will give you almost the population of Ghana. Ghana generates about 3,000 megawatts. So by the time you look at it, Ghana is doing better than us because a lot of people want to compare that. Why is it that we can't get it right in Nigeria? But, but, but we also sell power to sister countries. We sell power to Niger Republic. And yes. I'll explain to you. When you look at the map of Nigeria, you know, like in international policies and diplomacy, there are a lot of things that comes into play when you are relating with, with nations. The source of River Niger is not actually from Nigeria. The source of River Niger that we use to produce electricity in Kanji, Shirora, and the rest, the source is not from Nigeria, it's from some other, other African countries, Niger inclusive. If Nigeria had allowed Niger to dump the water at their home end, it will affect the quality we have here in Nigeria. Rather than allow them to tamper with the water over there. We decided to do that. We decided to do that at this power. end and give them a little fraction of what they want. What's the population of Niger? When you say, don't touch this water, leave it for me, I'll use it. So, but at the end of... <laughs> there should be a compensation. You now decide, it's not that maybe they are give, we give to them free. Okay. You sell to them. Okay. You sell to them because if you have allowed them to have tampered with the water, it will affect the quality here. So in our times in international policies and diplomacy, there are a lot of factors that you are, you consider when you are when you are taking some certain decisions. This service-based tariff was yeah. put on hold on September 28th. Yeah. The approval to continue was given some two days back. Yeah. So uh, what was the whole deliberation? Why did they meet in the first place? Okay, so right. was <laughs> it to reduce the money or to suspend it okay. or to just cancel it okay. in total? What happened was when the service-based tariff kicked off officially on the 1st of September this year, there were some issues that came up. The Nigeria Labor Congress came up with some issues together uh, with the federal government that you can increase the cost of electricity and also increase that of petrol. Those were the two major issues they took the federal government on. Why they were meeting, they agreed with the federal government that, fine, no problem, we can allow you 
based on the uh, presentations you uh, you put forward that maybe there was the need to deregulate the petroleum sector but that's of electricity no so at the end of the day by the time they now deliberated here and there that was what gave back to this new national mass metering that we are talking about today and, and i'm coming to that next it is because of this tariff increase that gave back that gave back to this new national mass metering scheme that federal government wants to give out six million meters so the tariff for band a b and c they also agreed that it should be subsidized so if you are to pick a copy of the tariff that came out officially in on 1st september 2020 and okay. the tariff that just came into place some days ago there's a quite there's a difference between the between the two what they did was that they had they agreed with the federal government that the vat component of the power sector should be used as a subsidy for uh, customers on band a b and c then why band E and D still remain frozen? Their tariff has not been increased. Okay, and I'm going to come back to the uh, National Mass Metering Program. Now, um, after the negotiations with labor, the tariffs for customer categories on D and E with a power supply of uh, fewer than 12 hours daily remain frozen, while uh, A will have a 10% reduction from the initial September 1 rates. Uh, so customers under band B will enjoy a 10.5% reduction yeah. and uh, while uh, those in band C will get up to 30% uh, discounts. Now going to the national mass metering uh, program, what is BDC doing? I'm going to ask direct questions. Now we've heard from uh, ECO, we've heard from uh, Ikeja Electric, but what is BDC doing right now? Have you secured these meters? Will they be giving out for free? On what conditions? should we get these prepaid meters for now bdc has not gotten its own share of the meters but out of the six million no for now in the interim the first batch is one million government okay. wants to roll out one million meters in the first batch and they they launch officially in lagos kano and which other state i guess about three states or there about they launch officially but for the other discos they've not launched but we believe that very soon they will launch a particular disco, Ikeja, for instance, out of the one million, Ikeja said they got their, they got possession of about a hundred and something thousand meters, and these meters are to be given to customers free, free of charge, free, free. That no, was, no conditions, that no was, nothing. That was what I read in the newspaper. For now, I'm, <laughs> for now, I'm only. But, but is BDC going to give it out for definitely, free? Definitely, definitely. Okay. BDC cannot exist in um, in isolation. Okay. Now uh, the next question is this: Now we're going to have the first batch is one million out of six million. Yeah. Uh, when next batch comes, are you going to get from the next batch or the last batch? For now, I can't say. But one thing I know is that out of these one million, BDC will definitely be a beneficiary of it. But for, but as at now, we've not gotten our own share. And the moment we get our own share, it's not something you can hide about because this is a federal government's project. Federal government also needs publicity for something like this because federal government also wants people to know that they are doing something. So by okay. the time, by the time we start, by the time the meter gets to our place definitely there will be noise over it and people will know because it's not something that you can just get your allocation and go and sleep over it no okay federal government also wants people to know that they are doing something so that is the way it is like for the individual discos we have a program that we are running which is called map meter asset provider what the government did um, last year was the government looked at it that okay you guys have been operating for so so number of years how much meters have you guys been able to install when they look at it, they looked at, at it that the metering gap was still very huge. 
So rather than overboarding the discos with metering, they now remove the metering components out of the disco. So currently, the metering component has been licensed to third-party agents. We need okay, to pass it. Not, not within BDC anymore. No, it's not, but we supervise what they are doing. So, but right now, if I want to approach you to get meters, mm. do, are you issuing out meters right now? We are issuing out meters right now to customers, but for now, we are still working within some certain locations. Is no. it paid or free? We offer two types. If you have the capa- uh, capacity to pay a one-off payment, you pay. And if you don't have the capacity, we can decide to give you on instrumental payment basis. The okay. one thing is be mindful of, if you are to take it on instrumental basis, it attracts interest because a businessman that is taking loan to okay. do a business will definitely pay loans on this. So if you are to, assume it cost one error to buy on a one-off payment, if you are buying on instrumental basis, it should be more than one error. Okay, you have to ask your question very fast. Yeah, what is your question? My question is, why is it difficult for Nigeria to develop um, a source of electricity through nuclear power? Okay, through like nuclear, nuclear power. Nuclear, yeah, nuclear, nuclear power generated uh, electricity. Why are we so dependent on this uh, river now, water source? Because in other climes, that have more population than falls in Nigeria. I think people have moved away from this uh, kind of source, or if at all, it's just um, a little. They make use of it little. Do you get? It? Okay, so, uh, uh, it, 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 it's not. It's not going to be a direct question, but I'm going to give okay. you. It's not part of what we are going to discuss because that will be another topic entirely. But I want you to okay, Google okay. Rosatom. Rosatom is a company. Uh, that's supposed to work on some setting nuclear power grids uh, in uh, partnership with the Nigerian government. So you can read on that and see if that is progressing. Thank you so much for calling <laughs> because that is a huge question. That's, uh, no, I, and let me just add to it. Like, fine, like, there are other countries of the world that generate light through nuclear, but let's be very realistic. There's no society that can grow beyond this level of technology. Yeah, we have, not, we have not really got into that level in, in, in our national life. And I believe by the time we get to that level, nobody will force us to begin to explore the potentials of nuclear power. Okay, I'm just going to read that. Nigeria has an existing pact with Rosatom to build up to four nuclear plants in the country. Uh, so you can just Google that. Google Rosatom power in Nigeria, then follow up with that pact. I don't know if they've started, but they have to do mini uh, nuclear grids in Nigeria, not the bigger ones, but so you can read on that. Now, the next question is, uh, some people are asking about power in um, Udeai community and uh, mm. these other parts of the state. O- so what Udeai, that is in Ondo South, somewhere around Okitipa. Yes, then to the um, Ilages, to the Bokoda. What, what, what is the power like right now? And what are you doing to improve that? The power currently, people in Odia, Okitupa, they have power supply. They enjoy power supply. But the issue is that houses of Ondo South gets their power supply directly from Ondo Town Transmission Company of Nigeria. Okay. And due to a problem they have with one of their breakers, they could only give them about nine megawatts electricity. And by the time you look at these nine megawatts for a place as large as Ondo South, it's very difficult. So when we were able to restore power supply to ODIA last year, don't forget, these are places that have been out of power supply for probably more than 10 years because this was part of what we, we inherited as a company. 
So rather than give everybody power at a time, I will not be able to account. And the 9% itself is even grossly inadequate for them. We now decided to tie them down that for customers that wants to enjoy power supply, it must be on prepare meter because there are quite a number of them that does not have meter. So currently, it is only customers that obtains prepare meter in those areas that we give power to. But those that already have prepaid meters, but yet they don't have power. No, there is no customer that has prepaid meter and does not have power because we know as a company that what we have to give to them in that area is very is very little. So before you can come up that you want to have power, you must first be have a meter in your home. Is there a department, is there a phone number that uh, you can give out to the public, an email, where a person can call because part of accountability does not have to do with you taking our money and giving us <laughs> electricity. It's about listening to complaints and uh, how we can resolve them. The good thing is we have a functional customer care center that attends to complaints 24 hours of the day. And outside the customer care, we, also, we are also very active on our social media, Twitter, Facebook, and the rest. So if a customer wants to call us through our customer care center, the number is 080-3901-2323. I will come again, 080-3901-2323. And for customers that are taking service, they can always reach us at BDC Power on Twitter. Okay. Then also on Facebook, you can also reach us through Facebook. So just be rest assured that either of these medium that you decide to make use of, whenever you have a complaint, you can always reach us there and we'll attend to your complaints. Thank you so much for being a part of the show. Thank you very much for having me. This is the Talk Tech. My name is Femi Greater Heights. We'll be right back. <laughs>